Thinking of growing a Japanese maple? We are talking with a guy who can help you out no matter where you might live. We're at a local nursery in the foothills of the Sierra Nevada called El Dorado Nursery here in Shingle Springs. Chris Acock runs the place. And he's a Japanese maple specialist, and he sells Japanese maples to people who live in the hot, hot valley, as well as the cold, cold high Sierra. So he would know which Japanese maples might work best for you. Chris, Japanese maples, they really are widely adaptable. You just have to know which varieties are best for your climate. Yes, yes, you do. And how to care for them in the individual areas as well. So uh, mulching for the hot valleys is very, very important for them. And I would think too in the hot valley they'd, they'd like some protection from the sun. Well, ideally they would like some protection from the sun. We would like protection from the sun in the hot valley too. So morning sun, afternoon shade is perfect for Japanese maples and humans. There are quite a few that are adaptable to the full sun. Again, mulching is very critical. Keep the roots cool. Although we will recommend full sun for quite a few of the varieties, we will tell you to pull it away from the house so there's no reflective heat. So you're better to have it out in the open rather than up against a hot wall. How well do Japanese maples do along the coast? I've seen them growing over there, and I've seen them in nurseries. Uh, the Mendocino Gardens, Botanical Gardens sells them. Uh, I think as long as they're not getting hit with the sea spray itself, they should be fine. There is some problems, especially in the hot, dry valley, with hot, dry winds, so be aware of that. Right. The winds are actually worse than the full sun on the Japanese maples. So, you know, if you live in some of these areas that get that, that high wind every evening, you know, we usually, and Serrano comes to mind in this neck of the woods, we usually recommend that you protect them a little bit from that hot afternoon wind. What about for people who live at the upper elevations that you're selling to, who live at 5,000, 6,000 feet, they have cold, cold winters. I bet there you could probably find a Japanese maple or two, say, up at Lake Tahoe. You can. There are Japanese maples planted in Tahoe, although they do tend to protect them a little bit up there from the snow load. You know, Sierra cement, um, because that could take the branches out in a heartbeat. There are quite a few varieties that will not grow up there. One that comes to mind is coral bark, Sangokaku. It does not like that intense cold weather, although I have seen lace leaves and blood goods and fire glow and, and several other species up there. What are some of the easier varieties, the least temperamental Japanese maple varieties to grow? Oh, that's a, that's a trick question. <laughs> so it's, they're really not that difficult to grow overall. There are some that are more temperamental than others, but for the most part, 95% of them, are, you're going to care for the same. So I say blood good. Um, that is your old standard red upright uh, Japanese maple that gets 30, up to 35 feet tall and wide. Um, it is basically the red form of the green seedling. You know, if you want something smaller, Fire Glow that I mentioned is a nice 12 to 15 foot upright growing one. If you're looking for a lace leaf, Orangiola happens to be one of my favorites. It's kind of this very fast growing Medusa like lace leaf cascading with an orangey red foliage to it. Very, very tough, very vigorous. What about Japanese maples for containers? What are the best varieties for a large container? Probably the lace leaves or any of your intermediate uprights. Oh, let's Shoujo Nomura. You know, some of the, any of your lace leaves should be fine in big containers. I would think that fall shows for Japanese maple, it really depends on your climate. 
Well, the more the tree is exposed to the elements, the better the fall color you're going to get. So if you nestle a Japanese maple under the shade of other trees trying to protect it from the summer sun, you generally don't get as nice fall color on those as you do the ones that are sitting out and exposed to the elements. Fertilization and water, what are some typical requirements for Japanese maples in that regard? Well, that's going to that's gonna vary throughout the, the country, but um, for this area, we'll recommend watering three days a week is sufficient, even in the full sun. So provided you have a good mulching layer right there. What sort of fertilizers are best for Japanese maples? Oh, we like uh, slow-release fertilizers. You know, the Gardner and Bloom um, acid, the rhododendron azalea camellia food, uh, makes a great fertilizer. Another one that we really love around here is Maxi. It's much better off. Japanese maples, widely adaptable throughout most of the United States. It really does have a nice effect. Great for containers, great in the ground. I would say put it at a place where you can enjoy it while sitting in the house. Yeah, and plant several different varieties so that you get a, a different array of fall color because it's not just red. There are oranges and brick colors and yellows and, you know, and different shades of red. I would imagine one good tip then for buying Japanese maples is do it in the fall when they're turning color at the nurseries and pick them out then. As a general rule of thumb for any tree, if you're trying to pick that fall color out and you want a specific one, that's the best time to do it. Although these are all grafted varieties. You know, there are thousands of them uh, listed in a book by Vertrees. And they're pretty true to form if you get a good grafted variety. If you're planting a seedling, then you definitely want to look for it in the fall. That brings up another question. They do seed. Are those worth growing? Well, time will tell. You can take those seedlings and grow them on, and who knows, you may come up with a different form that's never been seen before in the world. That's how most of them are usually found. All right, Japanese maples. Why not add one or two to your landscape? Chris Aycock is with Eldorado Nursery and Gardens in Shingle Springs, California, here in the Sierra Foothills. Chris, thanks for the lecture on uh, Japanese maples. Oh, thank you. Thanks for stopping in.